0: Adversity? Bring it. The struggle? We welcome it. Snooze on life? Never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perello and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 90. We are slowly creeping our way to the big one hundo, Michael. I am here with the entire crew, Michael the Show Pirelli, Claudio the Voice Valenzuela, and we have here Justin Satchel, the intern Sanchez, and I am Dave the Egg Regina, Regina, there there you go, Uh, Regina, Justin used to be the most famous, now he is number two Mm -hmm. on the ranking. Listen, it's so funny that that video is over 100 million on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, uh, just just bizarre. I don't know. But the the way the world works is crazy, as we were saying before. Uh, <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Do we do a uh, you
1: know how they uh, what's it called? Duet, right? It's called duet when they like clip them together. Do we just start everyone we know, tell them to catch eggs from you <laughs> and just keep making
0: videos? So it's gotten pretty hilarious because even people at work, high level positions, right? Yeah. One of my one of um the the town. Leaders, I see I see him and his wife is on the phone and he's like, Dave, hold on one second. Puts her on speakerphone, and she's like, "Hey, Mister Regina, can you make me an omelet with your biceps?" Yeah. <laughs> so people are just seeing it all, which the I questions. thought would be hilarious
1: if you do your clip, and then I like catch an egg in a <laughs> yes. pan, and I'm like cooking it. <laughs> I think I'm. We should start
0: doing like little memes. That is pretty. Like good. every week, just one a week. What's good is that my video is already there, so you yeah. can just take that. So and you anything. have to do everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying. So I'll. That'll be my <laughs> by end by next episode. I'll put out one, one meme, but I won't tell you when I'm doing it and I'll just do just it and see how it that's does.
0: That's hilarious. Um on a serious note, man, the I know you get nervous when why I do. Yeah, yeah, why we got switched to No, 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 right no just bat. just very quickly. You know, there's um two two uh, officers in New York City that got shot and killed, man. So we've been on a big uh gratitude, you know, a big gratitude journey here with the uh, the Nose News podcast. A big part of life. Uh but to see, you know, Two young, young individuals that uh, barely even got to live their life. One was 22 and 27 years old um, at the NYPD, man. And I know this stuff happens every day, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I watched one of the wives. um, This officer was 22 years old. His wife uh, had a 10 minute uh, video on Instagram, which I reposted, which was an awesome video. Uh, But she, you know, she was telling a great story and how they were. Kids in love in middle school, the whole, you know, the the perfect love story. They just got married in October and now he's dead. He'll never come home. But she was saying, you know, what's so sad is that Friday started out like any other Friday. Then they got into a fight. And basically, he would always bring her, I guess, to maybe her mother's house or somewhere prior to going to the three five, the precinct. And she had her cop go down. She was kind of explaining it in a really good way. And she said, you know, we got in such a bad fight. He took his LeBron jersey off the wall, took his chain off, gave it to her. Um, so they were fighting for a little bit. Right. Then she goes, I'm calling an Uber. She calls the Uber. He's like, listen, this could be the last time that I have an opportunity to bring you, you know, um, that we that we. this could be our last opportunity to drive in a car together. So random. Right. And she she was being stubborn. And the way she explained it, she was like, It's the biggest regret of my life. And she never got to to see him again. Gets the text message, um, you know, hey, you got to come down to the uh, Harlem Hospital or whatever it was. And sure enough, he was identified. So the point is, you know, you, you never I know we always hear it, but you never know when that time is going to come. So we always have to live with a healthy urgency. It's one of the most important things in this world. Um, urgency is different than rushing. I think when you're rushing through things. That uh, can cause some anxiety, some depression, some side effects like that, but a healthy urgency and an intention in everything that you do in life is extremely important. So rest in peace to those guys. Uh, and again, I know this stuff happens every single day, but I think there was a big lesson there. Well said. I've been uh,
1: consciously trying to, with stuff like that, constantly remind you, consciously trying to make the extra effort to attend things and knowing that, yes, it'd be much easier not to do something. Yep. But would I, if, if... I didn't make it till tomorrow. Would I regret not going? And then the answer is yes, I do it.
0: Now, how did you um, so like swim class? Yep.
1: Today, I will sneak away from work and drive to Yorktown, go to swim class to watch Livy, And then I'll drive back to Greenwich, get all the rest of my stuff done. Yes, it screws up my schedule a lot. But for me, it's worth it. God forbid, you know, something did happen. Yep. I'd be like,
0: I wish I went, you know. Absolutely. I thought you were talking about me actually because I've been taking Aquazumba on. <clears throat> I Wednesdays. would love to watch you um, in the, so I in the water. I thought you were coming to my swim class. When did you swim class? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, you, <laughs> you're like,
1: I'm going to swim class, and I assume it's with uh, Callie, and it's just you going to <laughs> class. Do, go. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so we, we've been debating this too. Like uh, at home, you know, my wife was like, all right, now you get in the pool, you know, because it's a little, little cold, but we don't have to get in the pool at all. Right? Like it's a one on one instructor. Uh, oh, really? With Callie. Yeah. So no parents in the pool. And it's just a one, just Callie and the instructor.
1: So I talked to Matt about this mm-hmm. because I was like, I would like to do it, but it's all
0: moms. Like, I don't want to go and intimidate everyone with this body. Correct. You know what I mean? Maybe I point. don't want to make them uncomfortable. That's the point. So I asked Karina, you know, if I do take a class that involves other parents, can I go shirtless? Yeah, well, you're She's, in the pool, aren't you? She said, no. But you're in the pool. She said, "I gotta wear an underarm." No, mic.
1: if you wore a shirt in the pool, that would be worse because then people would be like, "What's wrong with this guy's body? <laughs> that he's not with- showing?" He
0: must, he must be twenty percent body fat.
1: No, you must have crazy tattoos or like got, something that's guys. I got limp over here. Yeah. Well, Justin touched your I, mic. Justin,
0: I'm, I'm. uh Is that right? Yeah, I think I'm good. All right.
1: Nothing gets um, me more nervous during a podcast than when the <laughs> microphone gets loose, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what you see. If, if you noticed in our. Uh, uh, growth of the podcast i don't touch it at all anymore have you <laughs> yes, noticed that yes. first like 50 episodes i touched it <laughs>
2: this needs to be on recorded is it true
1: for the first 80 episodes that we recorded <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: you touched the microphone you yanked down on the court i could always hear the little feedback yep. but thank god in the last nine episodes you've Hands been off a whole new person i'm simplifying
1: everything new year new simplifying person, everything new year. Trying you trying to be go. better good um, job michael but the uh, yeah the swim class debate is something that I know like every parent goes through because last last one I went to it was all the mothers and I'm like I kind of want to jump in part of me is I also don't want to be late and then them mm-hmm. like Livy be held up because I'm late all right. so being able to just be like <laughs> which I don't know I'm alu- Dana says I'm loud but I'm like fully dressed sitting front row watching is it everyone else there? is sitting yeah die yeah, I know but I like it you know um, <laughs> shed body fat while you do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a sauna. It's a double whammy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is like you don't want to be the one. But but then I think like who
0: cares? I'm never gonna see these people again, right. ever, except for next week. Yorktown. Except for next week. <laughs> except for next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the following week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Podbot update, man. I'll, I'll start us off. <laughs> Pretty funny because today I took the Peloton, so I tagged Cody Rigsby, and uh, people were privately Cody's texting. Cody's the me. dude, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. he's he, the guy. When I, I think Cody. Yeah, yeah, Cody. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> your wig, fix your yeah, wig. Exactly. Neck, right? I love so, it, okay. So everybody was texting me personally this morning. Did your wig fall off? Did your wig fall off? Cuz he does have some pretty funny dance Hilarious. moves. Hilarious. Sometimes I try them, sometimes I don't. But your boy's 33 for 33 on the year. Yeah. Uh but it will be coming to an end. It will be. Why? The streak. I'll talk about it. Uh got some uh, health information that I will that I will share. Jesus. Christ. Um later later in the pod. But, um, you know, training uh, is going well. I think the diet is on point. Um, is it major and serious? Because you're making me nervous. What, on the health? Yeah. yeah it's always been serious. Right, it has to do with the Crohn's disease. We'll talk about oh, okay, when we talk right, about right. Uh, you know our topic today is going to be stubborn versus are you, stupid.
1: Are you on the way out? Do we need to find another way out? Yeah, yeah. Now you're
0: tying it all. You in. just got the gratitude famous, piece, and now you're getting, Now you're getting. You're leaving me. You see why I started with the gratitude piece to take us all the way through to the end of the podcast when I'll make an announcement. Yeah, that'll listen. keep everybody listening till the end of the show. Like, subscribe, <laughs> follow. Our subscriber count is slowly growing. <laughs> there it's you go. slowly growing. Uh, no, it's not. It's not that serious. Uh, just a, it was a more of an eye awakening okay. experience for me. Fair. Um, so. Again, the training regimen is going well. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with creating my workouts the night before, and I'm tying a little bit of everything in. I'm doing a lot of full body stuff, and then I'm doing my bro splits, as Michael Pirelli likes to put it. Bro splits. Um, Everyone asks me all the time, ask Dave more questions when he talks about working out, because you're so effing vague,
1: <laughs> putting my workouts I together. Am? Yes. Sometimes, okay. because it's second nature to you. And for the, I'll say the general population like myself, <laughs> we'd like to know what goes through your crazy brain. Yeah.
0: Um, for when you say putting workouts together, what's the process? So it depends. First thing I have to do is I have to look at what body parts do I want to work okay. the next day, right? And then I also have- So how do the- you figure that out? Like, uh, start there. I mean, well, so now I haven't taken a day off, so I've kind of been just, like, circulating through all the body parts, uh, but I like to make sure that I get my compound lifts in at least two to three times a week Okay. Um, out of this seven-day rotation that I'm in now, uh, but then when I'm not doing the compound exercises, I'm working multiple body parts and uh, a lot of high-intensity interval stuff, but still with heavy weights. That workout that I mentioned with that 100-pound dumbbell, I've mm-hmm. been doing that one a lot, which is awesome. Uh, you literally just take that one dumbbell, and you basically go through an entire circuit of uh inclined chest press, um, shoulder presses, dumbbell rows, but you're only doing four sets of it. So your mm-hmm. body is actually okay the next day. You're not like, you know, beating Burning that out. body part to death. Um and then front squats with that actual weight and also shrugs. Um, so, you know, hundred is the highest that they have in the gym. I need them to get a little bit, you know, kind of uh, amazing that, that you do a squat with a hundred and then you just
1: shrug a hundred. That's very like Well it, it it's strange, but there's no like it's easier because then you go from one, but it's still the average person is not squatting the hundred and then being like, oh, I'm going to shrug a hundred right. or press it or press it. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's that's
0: the, that's the harder thing. But again, it's more of a, uh, you know, I go from one exercise to the yeah. next, to the next, to the next. Then also I do have uh, as you said, my gym posse back in play, uh, from time to time. So when they are involved now, I have to do circuits because yeah. if I'm not doing circuits, then it's just going to be a waste of time. Okay. Um, so I, 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 I like to incorporate different styles of my training, um, and then every day I started to incorporate uh, just walking on the treadmill for 15 minutes while I'm doing. Welcome um, to the team, to walk <laughs> well, all the day. So I used to do it when I like got to work to do some Instagram stuff. Um, you know, obviously prior to the workday starting, but I would get there a little bit early. I'd sit down, have my breakfast, and I would bang out some Instagram stuff. I'm like, you know, why not just walk a little bit extra? Add to this, um, give me a word. Physique, yeah, this is this, this peak pod physique. Bod god, pod god, okay, <laughs> pod bod god physique, okay, right. oh, okay, yeah, took it another level. I mean, peak <laughs> physique, like, oh man, I'm just messing with you, uh, but yeah, man, so I just added that too. And And did you write this
1: down? So, like, the night before, you're like, all right, t- tomorrow I'm hitting whatever, a chest, yes, yeah, and then so you write down your
0: sets. I have it in my notes, so you put it in your phone, mm. and then when you're doing the workout, are you checking it no. off? No, okay. No. No, huh? I've done that. I have a journal actually from years ago that which, I have three full years of workouts. In, pretty awesome. Which is awesome. And I have the checks next to it, the sets, the numbers. But that was the way that you can really see an increase yeah. in what you're doing. That's real data. Uh, and then whereas, you, f- you
1: have the feeling of you completed the workout too. Like yes. I was doing just kind of by feel. Yeah. And then you'd kind of just finish. You'd be like, I could do more. I shouldn't do more. Yep. So it's, it's I like recording everything
0: if you can. It, it's awesome. And then also what it does for me too when I record stuff. I, I go in with that focus and that intention. So yeah, I know, you know where I going. have to go. Um, Less and wasted then, time. And then also what I've done to just challenge my mental a little bit is I always do a little bit more than I have anticipated. Um, okay. You know, I, I write down what it would be a great workout and then I just do a little bit more. So if my last set was supposed to be 10 and I could bang out 12, i do it. And it just gives me that added uh, boost of motivation. But I just do it to stay. Listen, man, I do it to stay mentally right sure. and, um, you know, my, my clarity, I guess, for the day. Because, you know, we were sitting down last night, Karina and I, and I was like, just look at this, like, look at my schedule tomorrow. And she was just giggling. Like, it's it's actually comical to look at in a day how many different meetings I have all scheduled. Yeah, um, And they're all, you know, important meetings, but not every meeting is a benefit to me. Mm-hmm. It's a benefit to, you know, me making a decision for... Uh, you yeah, know, I guess the team in place, but that's how the cookie crumbles, man. And I signed up for it, so no complaining here. Yeah, I've, everything you said. I'm, I'm. Uh, people are going to start calling me Dave
1: Junior in the gym over here because I'm freakishly strong. <laughs> um, no, the recording, the workouts has been consistent. I didn't do this morning because I went to the Rangers game last night. <gasps> I snuck away uh, and went in with. Uh, Was he smell nice? I snuck in with uh, Joseph Salvo, the in-laws, father-in-law, wow. uh, and then the the two brother-in-laws. Oh, boy. So we met at a nice pub prior, and then we went to the game always a good time you when, it, when spots, you link right? up you didn't i didn't even remember our spots so <laughs> i was like did we come here to ask chris and chris was like no we weren't here um but it was a more low-key night i mean we did have a couple beers i'm definitely allergic to bud light because i felt so terrible i had one bud light really uh, well there maybe, goes our bud maybe Light maybe sponsor, two thanks. maybe two <laughs> appreciate it well guinness i'm fine and then when i jump into bud light for whatever i had the tall boy right i had two of them wasn't like I was definitely a little buzzed, but I just felt so terrible, like a head, yeah, headache, like sinus issue, so something's going on. Anyway, <laughs> other than that, it was a blast ranger i love hockey i'm a hockey guy all of a sudden like every time they score it was a five to three game five two something like that um and i never know the score by the way
0: at the end of games we go
1: to (laughs) um put on a good eating performance but it was very tamed because you know i didn't want to spend too much i was gonna
0: say that's four people now You, you know
1: yeah 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 uh so i didn't work out this morning point being but i've been putting together basically one workout a day pretty consistently uh work's been a little wild so i've been getting up at either you know 5 6 or then sneaking to work at a 10 on weekends and i've really enjoyed kind of just keeping the foot on the gas because then i'm not like trying to get the ball mo- momentum again on mondays mm-hmm. it's just another day so that's been good i did my um my shoulders are getting uh I I brought the weight down on certain lifts so that I can try to build up other lifts. So I'm not like cle- completely depleting. So like for example, for chest, I brought my weight down, but I'm doing higher reps so that I can do more incline bench. So then I can try to get a whole like uh I don't have to change the weight mm-hmm. and then I can try to bring up some weaker lifts so that in the future my The actual bench press will go up because my round, my other lifts are getting stronger. Yep. And, uh, you know, I did 205 for 10 for four sets, like pretty easily. So I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I mean, it's not 315 for 50 or whatever you do. Stop it. Point being, though, the gym is so cold. That I'm actually I'm very stubborn. I'm considering being like, I need a heater. You're used, this to, is,
0: you're used to this feeling right now. My hands are very cold right now.
1: This is like <laughs> summer nineties right now. I would do I could barely touch. I could barely touch the bar. The bar is so cold in the morning. I think my hands are gonna freeze to the bar. <laughs> That's what I'm and I wear two hoodies. <laughs> two hoodies. Two hoodies, two pants. Oh my god. Like at some point I was like, is this ridiculous? Like, yeah. but I do love the cold because it forces you to kind of be very like I got a phone call for a deal. This was like at, I guess, 9, 10 on a weekend. I was short of breath. It was so cold in there. <laughs> I was trying to talk to the guy. I was like, I got to call you back. Like, I'm in my gym Dying. and it's like six degrees. Why don't you just get a little plug in? I could. But then I'm like, you know what? Like, I've gone this far. If I can get through the winter, you know, it's going to be cake. And that is why he needs his fingerless gloves. Well, I actually put on, I put on work gloves that are like for not getting electrocuted. I got for Christmas and I was started to work out with them, but I'm like, I can't feel the bar, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, when you like yes, can't feel it. Yes. How do you, you didn't respond to my pull-up question. How do my pull-ups look terrible? No, they, they look okay.
0: The the only thing (laughs) liar no they look okay (laughs) they look great they look okay the only thing I will say and a lot so weak dude I'm sorry no a lot of people you know make this this um, mistake and I did it for a long time too but when you're doing a pull up instead of your elbows being out right you actually want your elbows like slightly in front of your body and that takes is that that the shape of the bar though what because you see how mine is doesn't matter you you were very wide you try to bend it you just want to you know you just want to come in a little bit and then. Pull into the last Is your bar straight or is it curved at the I end? I have both. Which one do you prefer, Which one's better? Whatever is available. You know, Some people in the gym, they sit there and they just look at themselves. And I, might have I to, could be using that bar. I might have to put one in my office because
1: in the basement, I can't get my head high enough else I hit my head on the ceiling. Yeah. Do you um, see that? Yeah, no, That's no. That's excuse
0: for now. But, but again, you doing something is better than nothing. Especially with a pull-up, you know it's what muscle sucks? memory. You
1: know what sucks is I used to be pretty good at pull-ups, mm-hmm. like not ever like what you do, but I used to be pretty consistent. Stop with pull-ups. doing that. No, <laughs> seriously, do. pull-ups and dips. Like I used to just crush. Yeah. And now I'm like I'm, well, my dip bar is awful too. It's like <laughs> twenty bucks on Amazon, it shakes all the time. <laughs> so like I think I have to upgrade the equipment also. But I'm trying to get to a point where like. I I can rationalize to myself it's worth upgrading. Yeah. Like when I got the dumbbells, I actually was working out consistently. Right. So, and then I have to use the um for my shoulder press because that's I so hit the ceiling. I have to so tie fun.
0: dumbbells instead. Yes, I see that. Yeah, but that's probably good. I mean, the balance got to be good, it's, right? Yeah, I'm like you got dumbbells on a barbell. I mean, I've never never seen that before. So, well, in my head, I was like, maybe I invent
1: something that right. connects the bum- dumbbells to the barbell, like straight. Yep. I'm not. I
0: don't have time Listen, for that. Sell more rogue, houses. Rogue Rogue Fitness. My boy needs uh, some No, I'm some done with the, pay- the patents for now. <laughs> Sell more houses. <laughs> Sell more houses. Um, what did I, what, what I want to say? Oh, <laughs> Super Bowl predictions. I th- <laughs> yeah, you're, you're brutal, by the way. Dude, listen. Listen, I truly felt that Patty Mahomes was taking this one. I did. But I, I will did. be the first one to admit <clears throat> any team that is down by 18 points in a championship game In football, you're not talking basketball. It's a little easier of a comeback, right? Um, I think there should have been a lot of mental coaching going on. I think each small group individually, the quarterbacks coach, the line coaches, defensive coaches, coordinators, everybody should have grabbed their mini teams because in the NFL, you know, in practices, they They all work in mini teams. teams. Um, And I was looking. I was really looking at the sidelines to see kind of what was going on. And I think they just lacked urgency. They lacked the urgency to finish the job and then even at the end you know you, you could tell they were giving up um I, so yes of course my predictions were atrocious uh, but i want to put new ones in the books let me l- are you gonna do one let me do one before you yes, do yes ex- uh, let we'll, me we'll s- go around in circles i'm
1: gonna we'll i'm gonna go, explain we'll go i don't know what the score is gonna be but the Bengals are gonna win the super bowl because the jets beat them during the season and that is the most jet thing of all time is they have a terrible season and they beat the super bowl team i like that that's why i'm like if I was a betting man, which I am not, yep.
0: I'd put a lot of money on the Bengals. And the Rams look good, right? But uh, So you're going Bengals. Yeah. I don't know. What, uh, Give me a score. Put it in the books. Bengals, 32-24. 30-24 or 32-24? 32-24. 30 so 30-24. Gotcha. <laughs> yes,
1: you <he's> really <laughs> screwed me up
0: there. Uh, CV has some nice uh, edits behind there with the no snooze Super Bowl predictions. CV, you're up, my brother. <laughs> Put it in the books. See, I went first because I'm like, I'm getting my score there before you, you guys
1: do.
2: I'm going Rams. I like high scoring games, though. <laughs> so I'm going to say <laughs> love his thought, 35 or oh, 42-35. Ooh, 42-35. I do you really 42. Long. No, yeah. Uh, okay. I hope I get those number. numbers. To my boxes. Number.
0: Yep, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, Justin Anthony Sanchez, step up to the microphone, please. I
2: had Bengals winning the whole time. I'm gonna be honest. I call Bangles when he called it. Call go. I'm going with Bangles winning. Let's go. Bangles winning twenty-four twenty
0: one. Wow. Ooh, that's good. That's, that's a good, good one. On that is very good. Um, so low scoring that, game. Mm. That, no, no, that, that that's that's ironic. He's a gunslinger. So who do you think? I <laughs> and my betting has been so bad. And the last like, no, I'm serious. Even with games in general, like at the Cigar Lounge, we bet sticks, right? Cigars on college games, on NBA games. I lose pretty frequently here. So he's so many because sticks. in he's my like, mind, in my mind, I, w- I want the Rams. I am going bangles for the W. <laughs> I'm telling you nice bangles for the win. Um, I will go twenty nine to twenty five. Okay, I Bank. like it. Watch out, sport. sports
2: bettors. Mush. Yeah, yeah. Bet, mush bet the Rams. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Rams are winning. Go, he- go heavy on the we Rams. do
0: not provide any betting advice.
2: By the way, um, have you seen that movie, Mush?
1: Yes. Mush. Yeah, yeah, Good fellas. Oh,
2: he has no idea. Mush.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the guy's Mush. Good fellas. No, I- Bronx tail, man. Oh, yes. Oh, he bets, and he turned to mush. you yes. mush. Yes. Troll him in the bathroom. He turned to mush. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, that's uh, right. I have seen that. You, kn- <laughs> you know this is- She sounded Jamaican, bro. Yeah, that was- that was-, <laughs> that was so Jamaican.
2: Okay. Come on, Mush. Get this over with. Oh, Come on, Spice. Another 25 years old Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Come on, Come
0: on, seven. Uh-huh.
2: Hey, a right. Come on, dice. I don't even have to look. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Get, Get out. Right. What's the Get, Get him out. Get him out. Man, never had a fucking number in his life. In his life. Bring the dice up. Bring the dice up. Where's the kid? Wait, 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 wait. You can do it. You can do it. Wait, wait, wait. Run back that, sonny. Hey! I don't want your money punching my money. What's the matter? I don't it's want your in. money in the same way. My I'm money's good, no, no good bad. no more. Why? Why? Because you're a fucking jinx. That's why. Here. Put him in a fucking badge. You might Get him Get him out of here. him
1: uh, you know this isn't a betting show because we didn't even ask the line no one yeah, even did. asked him, like what the actual yeah. line what are was? the
0: analysts saying right now I've, i haven't watched a thing so bangles listen all right so we got bangles. i was hoping you were gonna pick the rams so i was put some money i, on it I was something. but I, I even wrote it down last night i'm like okay in my head i think that the rams are gonna win so i'm gonna bet on the Bengals. yeah <laughs> now
2: that mush spoke i'm down to bet on the rams sure. <laughs>
0: yeah oh man am i mush
1: I I could care less about the Super Bowl this year (laughs) in previous years. Like, this is the least interested I am in the Super Bowl. Wow. Who's the halftime show? Jennifer
0: the half, No,
2: the halftime show is going to be there. It's all the old school rappers, Dre, who is Snoop, it?
0: all of them, yeah. It's going to be Eminem. You, terrible. They're a hundred. Not being funny. Do you know who Snoop is? Like <laughs> Snoop Dogg and those guys are? Well, Snoop's <laughs> like <laughs> relevant. No, not. so yeah. I'm not joking, right? My wife is a high school teacher. She teaches 9th, 10th, 12th, depending on, on the year. She said that a couple of her kids, a lot of her students don't even know who Notorious, B.I.G. Christopher Wallace is. That's terrible. Like, isn't that bizarre? <laughs> they <laughs> didn't know who nas was when dmx died they didn't she know who dmx needs, was needs to take him to school you get what i'm saying so i didn't mean that out of disrespect i'm just saying you know karina the new little woozy boost or whatever his name is the, 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 the new rappers these days are and just what uh you just call lil, lil, lil-, lil- woozy boost i think you combined like four rappers isn't that that should be somebody's name lil woozy well <laughs> that's the vibes 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 um I have a uh, a small current event. Michael's making a contract deal over here. <laughs> He's signing si- signing contracts. And the camera's on no. <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> That's the best. When I'm talking and
1: the camera's on you. Um, some some texts you just can't wait, and I know the answer, and it's very simple. I'm but you're, you're taking a long time. Contract. Yeah, I was copy and pasting. Mm-hmm. You have to double check. I mean, you don't want really read. You. I hear you.
2: We had a whole joke segment. He's still not. I was
1: laughing. I heard. I said Uzi
0: Boost. You combine two (laughs) Multitasking is on point. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Current event, and this is kind of this is kind of crazy, man. Just to give you guys some insight on where we are with um, medical technology these days, right? I was listening to an interview. David Saint Clair is his name. Yeah, the longevity guy. Yes, he's great. Exactly. So he had. He came on my Let's podcast. Couple years back. It was a phenomenal one. They just redid another one with now new information. And Milet asked a question like, you know, what's your biggest accomplishment kind of thus far, right? And he's in anti aging. And um, I guess it's biohacking. He takes genes. He can make people out of their genes, out of their DNA, their some pants? wild stuff, <laughs> some wild stuff. So he said just th- uh, what was it? three years ago, they started a process, and I guess it just got published in 2020, um, where they've been testing on mice, and they basically aged these mice on purpose in terms of their eyesight, right? So they have found a gene tick back. That's what it's kind of called, where they can tick back your gene. And they have proven that they've taken those hundred year old mice that were now blind and bring their vision back to life. And they're testing it on other um, uh, organisms, living organisms that are not people. So if they want to do a Neanderthal, I, I can sign You're up, up for right? it. Right, I'm definitely up for it. But his prediction is that they will be able to cl- um, uh, cure blindness. Yes. Within five to 15 years Depending on, you know, how the how the funding and the process goes wild. The I heard a stat that
1: for every year you're alive, your projected uh, life expectancy goes up like exponentially. So like they think potentially us or like our
0: kids might never die. Yes. Isn't that correct? That that was also in that conversation as well. But then Um, would you want to live if you never died? A hundred percent. And they have he said it is easy. Like, he was so confident and cocky with this. And, and you could just tell. He said, it is easy right now for me to get inside your body and tick your skin back. Oh, he I said, could, you could, could be 80 years tick. old. I could tick your skin back to your 20. Like, that's bizarre. Have you ever heard of show somebody? me the proof, right? No, it, but isn't it, isn't it kind of wild where we're going? Um, so that, that whole episode was bizarre. Uh, but I also thought of you cause he said uh, no to HGH, but he said yes to testosterone. So if you need a little test, I got the you test. know, you were, about, about the test. <laughs> you were talking about, the test. you were talking about the Jews. Yeah. But so that was su- super random, but um, it's just crazy to see where we're going with technology. Tie that into what I'm going to say later. What? He said the importance, sorry. He said the importance right now is to stay alive. That's that's my whole motto in life: <laughs> stay, stay alive. alive. Uh, Seriously, because like you're saying, you're going. They're going to be able in our lifetime to turn us back. When I play blackjack, I literally in my head just in my head say, "Stay alive!
1: Like give yourself a shot. Just don't, don't bet with me. Don't bust the whatever twenty two plus. Don't
0: don't gamble don't, with mush. Don't
1: pull a monkey out. They call <laughs> it a monkey, and then it go, the good yep. the people go over. So also with wealth. It's much easier when time is on your side. So if you want to get wealthy, your best chances is to stay healthy.
0: Ooh. Doctor Seuss. Look at that. Doctor Doctor Seuss Seuss wrote here on a moose. (laughs) But also think of think of the economy. Right? Uh, economy could be booming if we're staying alive longer. That means that we're investing more. We're putting more things into into the world. So, the circle of life keeps going. Right? There could be a shortage in food, but then I'll just look for people like Justin Anthony Sanchez eat and him. snatch that. Yeah. Right? You started the legs your lunch your your
1: way up. <laughs> oh, snatch your... Fr- I thought you meant eat him. No, 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 no. I thought I'm you not- said I will s-
0: grab that kid and <laughs> I snack on him. Kid.
2: Bro, you'd starve eating him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30 percent off by entering the code NOSnooze30 again that's NOSnooze30 for 30 percent off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar or Mike's favorite collagen peptides Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh,
1: but the, the, the time concept, the transition for the concept of the episode, which I think makes a lot of sense, is that if you can uh, extend your timeline out for anything, it makes it a lot easier to be uh, committed to an investment, a process, whatever it is, versus if you look in shorter time spurts, it's really hard to stay committed to things. Because if you don't see the results in that timeline, you get worried. It's called uh, paper handing things. So like when the market crashes, and you're like, ah, I don't, you know, I'm, I don't know what to do. Da, da, da. I need the money now. You sell, you paper hand it, and then it shoots back up and all that. So that concept goes with not not only wealth and financials, but also like processes. So like, you're in the gym for a week, like myself, and you don't see results. You're like, ah, I, I, this isn't worth it. Blah, blah blah. And then you just stop doing it. And then, you, but in reality, if you stayed with it the first week, you just lost a lot of water. You know, you gained mm-hmm. muscle versus you thought you gained fat, whatever. So it's. The, the longer you can pull out a timeline, like if you look at a if you look at a stock and you look within a month time frame, it looks like the world's ending. Mm-hmm. And then when you zoom out, you're at the top of a trajectory that looks like you're, you're the richest man in the world. So it's interesting. Zoom out. Zoom out. <clears throat> zoom out. It's if good. you zoom out, it's easier to stay committed and not be stubborn. But sometimes
0: you stay stubborn. Uh, yes, uh, which makes stubborn. you stupid. <laughs> so I, at some point. At some point. At some point. Right? So, I told Karina, and I told you that I would tell you this on the episode. Yes. So, I say- What a transition, by the way. That was smooth. I say to my wife- you know, big guys like slap your. Yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah. every we're, time you we're trying, me, I, we're trying I, to I stay throw it away. on the mics while we're going back and forth, giving each other dapskies with the tightest shirts of all time. Because <laughs> of the lats, I have the um the stretch performance. That shirt screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, as I've said for earlier episodes, a Taylor's
1: oh, worst nightmare. He yes. comes in the room and they're like, "We got a lot of work to do," <laughs> but they must love it because that's why they are in their profession. Right, to, Like to if I walk in, the human mannequin, some would say, <laughs> they don't have to do anything. <laughs> the they're like, oh, you're perfect. you're perfect. Versus you, they're like, oh my God, we got to get more, get more fabric, <laughs> you know?
0: <sighs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so I'm telling Karina, I'm like, listen, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, stubborn versus stupid. You know, what do you think about the topic? She was like, I think it's phenomenal. You're, phenomenal. you're both stubborn and oh, stupid. Oh, tell Karina. Right, right? Don't let me into this. <laughs> right? I was like, wow, thanks, babe. She's like, no, no, just kidding. But really, though. I'm just a co-host. Right? Right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, man. I think there is a fine line, like you're saying, between stubborn and stupid. I happen to be a very stubborn individual um, myself with my approach. Oh, I thought CV was leaning in to say something. I'm like, don't 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 get me yet. Uh, but I think there's pros and cons to to being stubborn. But you know, as, as we'll talk, I think there is then a time where you know what it is. It becomes stupidity. Well, on the way
1: over here, I was really thinking hard about it. You know, mm. which I, I usually do before our topics. I'm like, what the, what the hell am I going to say right off the cuff? Right, yep. and I'm like. I think stubborn is when you are just sticking to a decision because of emotion and not facts. Correct. Ooh,
0: very good. Whereas stupidity becomes no, no, a lack of no. It's not a stubborn
1: versus stupid. It's just if you're being stubborn versus I'm being committed to what I want to do. Yes. It's when you just, you're just like, I'm, I'm doing it because I'm doing it. Right. But are you, because
0: I said so. Question. Are you
1: lacking intelligence at that time? Well, you, technically, if you have feedback that's telling you
0: otherwise, but you're not going with that, right. then yeah, I guess you're being stupid. So I think one of my biggest um, strength, I guess. Is that I am stubborn in my approach to things. When I don't want to do something, I'm able to be stubborn and say, no, I see the bigger picture. I'm going to do it anyway. But I don't think that's being stubborn. I think that's being
1: smart with your decision making. It's being perceived as stubborn because Correct. you're not moving off it. Okay. But if you explain to people, I'm not doing this because it takes away from X and yep. Y and Z. That makes And you sense. have a reason versus... I'm not taking out the trash because I just got home from work and I'm
0: cranky. <laughs> there you go. Yes, very very well said, but I think stubborn people are viewed in a negative way because we're so decisive, right? We know what we want. But I will say I do attribute my stubbornness um, that has also translated over to like, you know, my resilient approach to things my action oriented um mindset i think all of that is inclusive in the term stubborn um but honestly i think there are times that you know what being stubborn is not the best thing in the world yeah um happens a lot in my relationship um i've come to (laughs) come to realize that but um the bad is when there's overwhelming evidence that a person is wrong and then that person continues on their path, but the evidence, like you were saying, the data is in the opposite of what they're saying. Now that becomes stupid. So I have a counterpoint to that. Okay. So I thought about this too, because yep. I'm like, that I agree with
1: to an extent. Mm. So when it comes to, um, we'll talk about investments per se. Lately, yep. data would say
0: you're an idiot if you invested in- Peloton. S- go ahead a hundred percent peloton is an all-time low right now all right literally they took it off the they took it off the nasdaq 100 if you if you want to go there we'll go there go ahead
1: so but my point being data would say that you're dumb you should sell right Uh, some would say some some yes some if you believe in the underlying business of what is in the pipeline you have other data that is not maybe public or it's uh past the like general public's uh why they would ever
0: research it right just to give context on peloton yeah, do you have yes there is i don't know they are slowly in talks with disney on a purchase from disney to for acquire peloton
1: stuff? oh there you go so, so, per, so something like, like for that for example so that's not a general public right. right but majority of people now would be like you're an idiot my mother-in-law
0: Okay, <laughs> this is like perfect. You're she me was examples. like, David, we should have sold it when it was $180 a share. You know, we, we quadrupled yeah. our money at that time. We should have sold it. So, I know it. Tell your mother-in-law. <laughs> I
1: know she listens. She that realizes, Elon she Musk looked like an idiot when he br- threw a, a brick through that new truck that they brought. Yes. And everyone, or when he smoked weed on Joe Rogan. Yep. He looked like an idiot. Now he's God, right? People absolutely cherish this dude. He d- can do no wrong. He's mm-hmm. done a million things. But in that small point in time. He was an idiot. Yes. So it's like you're an idiot until you're not. So that's what you got to think about. Like, is it, are you at a point, and I don't know the answer, where you're being stubborn just because like I'm not selling because I'm not admitting to people I've been wrong? Or are you committed because you have data that's in your head and you're buying more? I don't know if you're buying more, but you're committed to seeing it over 10 years, five years, whatever it is. And you're just going to stick with it. So that's the big. Because mm-hmm. some people just are like, I'm not selling because it's low. I'm just not selling.
0: Right. Well, that versus I me, believe yeah. in the underlying fundamentals that it's right. going to be higher. And I believe in the the platform, like we spoke about many times itself, and they're very innovative. Um, you know, with their fitness approach, well, they hire you. You can just pump. Oh, so, the well, there, there you know? go. Um, but also, I can see how it fell off because I was looking even at my own life, right? And I was yeah. like, all right. Once the gyms opened up, you stopped kind of riding the Peloton. You know, you took it for granted. It was great while the time was was there. But now I started utilizing it and incorporating it into my um, Forecast, fitness regimen yeah. again because I need to get down to eight percent. So I need to be doing a little bit more cardio. Pair that with being a dad, and you know, sometimes when your morning doesn't go as planned, you can't get out of the house quick enough. So it's just convenient. So I've made an effort now to continuously utilize it a couple times a week. Karina has been using it. You know, That's all she does. She, she canceled all her gym memberships. I don't want to say,
1: I don't know anything about it. I don't want to say that like it's going to be great in the future. I just know that branding-wise, when yeah. people say I'm riding the bike, I'm riding a Peloton, I'm doing the Peloton. Mm-hmm. It's branded so well that yes. they have the opportunity to be whatever the, the business, Disney, however they do it. So it's, uh, you know, I believe in the brand of it. I just don't know
0: personally anything about it. Listen, just pray on it.
1: So for you, it's Peloton. For me, it's Bitcoin. People think I'm an idiot. I laugh. I bought more. I keep buying. So it's like, uh, maybe I'm wrong now, but maybe in 10 years you're going to be like, wow, Mike's yep. a genius. Could be, or we or, could just be stupid. No, but that, so that's, and I, to be honest, in 10 years, because I'm bu- it's a small piece of the portfolio, I don't yeah. really care. Right. The upside mm-hmm. is way, it way outweighs the downside. Because like, yeah, all right, you were dumb for doing it. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Versus you made a fortune by just com- staying committed to what you believed in, right? Like the downside is not bad. Like I don't yeah. care if people are like, oh, that was a bad investment. Oh, See, cool. That's cool. My, That's my Everyone does it. a bad investment. Yes. Like if you don't have a bad investment, you haven't done you're any not investments. Investing. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like every, you're going to lose something. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'd rather take the risk of being so right where people are mad at you that you're so right and like I should have listened. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you didn't tell me to buy it. Versus, like, oh, there was, it, if you, yeah, Remember that time you tried that? Yep. It's Like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I,
0: I was wrong. Um, I was, I was thinking, even in real estate, you know, there, there's so many example. times, so many times where, you know, I, I think it's, it's smart, you know, the approach that we've spoken about before on the podcast, where we basically, you know, called the, the uh, sellers of my current house, and we're like, yeah, it's two p.m. now, you know, by five o'clock, you know, we're off the table. <laughs> Whereas if they called us back and we're like, yeah, you know. Are you really off the table? I don't know what we would have done. We did you say we were said? willing. Absolutely. We, would, we, we said we were willing to lose the house. And I told you yeah. that because you asked me and I said, yes, absolutely. But- in hindsight, if you know they they wanted fifteen thousand dollars more and we said no, would I look back and be like, ah, damn, that was stupid of us? Thank God it worked out. We yeah, played the yeah. stubborn card and we, you know, well not the even the
1: stubborn card, but they they didn't put us in that position. But if they right. did, at least we're in a position where they came back to us with something yes. and then we can make a decision. Right. So yeah, I agree with I'm you. I'm sure you see it all the time. So the biggest thing is when you're trying to bridge the gap, right? And. I'm my job, and I tell everyone this now, is not to make the decision for you. It's to give you the info so you can make the decision. And I'll tell you what I think, and like value wise, value's difficult. You never know how it's going to pan out. But I'm here to kind of talk you through it and stay unemotional because you get emotional. For example, working on a deal, I won't tell you specifics, but we were in a situation, and it happens all the time, where uh, a seller kind of, uh, you know, hit us to the side and then came back to us. And then they came back to us, and by the time they came back to us, my client was like, no, F them. But I'm like, listen, do you think you're going to live in this house for 15, 20 years? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, this happens all the time. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, so what's $10,000 right. in the life of a loan? And he's like, you know. It's probably dollars. He, she, honestly. whoever I talk to, they're like, I don't know, 10 bucks a month? Yeah, and literally. I'm like, so do you want to lose this because you're pissed off that the the seller didn't treat you right? And they're like... No. And I'm like, Tim, what are we doing? Like, Mm -hmm. if you want not to come up, that's fine. I'm just saying, don't let emotion get in the way of getting what you want, right? Because, yes, F the seller because they didn't treat you right. But at the end of the day, who cares? Like, it's not going to be... So, it's... We just have to talk people through things so that when stubbornness rears its head, Mm -hmm. we acknowledge it and let them come to the conclusion on their own versus me saying, don't be an idiot," which. Adds to the flame, right? So, like, if you called me, I'd be like, "Dave, don't be a friggin' idiot." You emotional reaction versus mm-hmm. what's the cost in the long term right. of the additional X, where it's you're switching emotion to facts. You know what I mean? But I think you can do that in personal life too. You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. But even um, even budgeting for me, we were going through a budget process at work. Long story short, we end up looking at the budget, and we were down six figures from what we you know proposed our proposed budget versus the adopted and adopted. All that means is that that's the finalized budget. Saw six figures come out of different accounts, right? We're like, that's weird. It's 25 from here, 25 from here, 15 from here. Like, what's going on? We got to make a phone call. So we call the higher ups. We're like, you know, how did you guys do this? And basically it came down to, listen, we're taking this money because we're in a deficit, right? Obviously the pandemic. Yes, you guys have been doing great work, but this is where we're at. Now we took it from different accounts. Whereas what we were going to do is take it from one account. So if you want us to take it from one account, please let us know. Kind of was like a, you know. Uh, it was, know your spot. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Like you, you have the the um, state and and federal levels that provide money, obviously, to the town and local municipalities. Then the municipalities disperse that that funding through the different departments. Uh, so yeah, I mean, my my initial reaction was like, do it. But then I'm like, ah, what's the repercussion of that? And the repercussion was very bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it is what it is sometimes. Uh but as I was kind of driving here myself, I'm like, damn, Mike must go through this all the time because if I'm a buyer and I'm like, Mike, I don't want to pay anything more than 700,000 for that house. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm not paying a penny more. When do you draw the line to say like, look, you know, we did they came back at 720. Do you want, Or do you just say, listen, you're being stubborn. That's what you're going to do. And then you lose the deal. So when you're uh, sellers too, I think it happens a ton with sellers because they
1: don't want to sell for anything less. It's again, I just try to give them more data and I try to be like, listen, I appreciate what you're saying. I understand you have a budget. I would look at these comps. Mm -hmm. I think at this number, based on the data, you're okay still. Yep. If you don't want to do it, we can move to the next property. That's fine with me, but it's your decision. And then sometimes it takes two or three of those before you get to an actual one that works but it's you on my end, I can't get stubborn or emotional because I'm the one that's supposed to be level headed throughout everything. Correct. Right. Yep. When we get a deal, I'm not the one that's like popping bottles and stuff. I'm the one that's all right, let's get to the next step. I'm the one keeping everyone calm when stuff's going haywire. So it's like when it comes to that stuff, now being in it so long, I, I can recognize it and I can recognize when I think they're making a bad decision and give them more data and lean on it a little bit and say, listen, I appreciate what you're saying. We've, you know, and, and it's facts. We've been looking for houses for two years. This is the only house that you've actually put an offer in on, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, like, the chance of me replacing this house are probably low. Yep. I'm not going to say you might not find a better. You might, but for the X difference, do you think it's worth it? Mm. You always ask them what the que- which is true. Yep. Because then they have to evaluate and if they're like, you know what, to be honest, if we went up to the number, we can't do it. Great, that's fine, so we'll keep looking. I'll put the the pressure on the seller if they want to come back to us, but we're gonna look at other properties and you might get lucky, you know it's all risk reward, it's all risk reward, and I'm not in these people's lives day to day, and it changes constantly, right? For when I talk to someone in the beginning of a listing to the end, their whole life changes kids, someone's pregnant. Someone got divorced, someone passed away, they have more money, they have less money. So you can never get stubborn and set on like, this is what we agreed to. Mm -hmm. It's always changing. So the more you can just kind of like go with the flow and not be stubborn and just take things for what it is and not be attached to the, the results and just do your job, the easier it becomes because then you're just light on your feet. You know, hey, if we don't accept this offer, which is fine, we run the risk of not having another one. And being on the market for longer and then increasing holding costs, which I'm fine with. I can show this for years. I'm have no. i doing it full time. I'm not looking for a quick buck. At the end of the day, I want you to be happy, but it's your decision. If you mm-hmm. want to keep trying on the market, if you can afford it, if that money doesn't make difference to you, that's fine. So it's more like, I'm just here to help you. You do whatever you want. I'm working for you, mm-hmm. which
0: is how you should do it. Beautiful. Life right? le- I, think that's like a, I think think it's a, a life lesson, not only in real estate, but you know, to, yeah. the, to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you want me to go to the health piece where I was pretty stupid? Uh, let me hit you with go a ahead. quick uh, real estate, go, uh, talk but to but me. personal renovations.
1: Okay, go ahead. So renovations are, th- I think, even more emotional than buying a house. Why? Because it's your place now, so it's your house, and then you're asking people to make it your way. But you have limitations based on what they can do, budgets, uh, a lot of different variables. So how you draw it up and in your mind what you think is going to come out of it always is different. And you get to points in the construction process where you can be stubborn or you talk through things and try to get as close as to what you want as possible. Mm -hmm. For example, we're doing cathedral ceilings. We were told by our electrician. We were told by our contractor, it's going to be more expensive and it's not going to be, you know, the lighting's going to be off, this and that. And yes, there was some stubbornness and emotion involved, but Dana and I sat down and I basically said to him, like, listen, I think this is going to be a massive selling point for a renter or a buyer in the future. I wouldn't say we should do this if it was like a random nook that you wanted exposed brick, which was the case. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I am down to push with you because I believe in this as being the right move in the future to add value. And yes, it's going to be more expensive. Yes, it's going to be more difficult. But you you really want this. And I think it's a good investment. So I think we stick to it. So this, we got pushed back throughout the whole process, but we stuck to our guns. We had to do actually more work and spend way more money to do it this way. But it was one thing that we both wanted. Then there was a exposed brick nook that Dana really loved. And she's like, oh, I'd love to have this and that. But then we had a conversation and they were like, listen the amount of money it's going to take to build this thing and then like you're not going to be able to put this in this place in the xyz so me and dana sat down and we're like basically like yeah this isn't worth the fight so we weren't stubborn on that mm-hmm. but we were committed and you know I don't want to say stubborn with this other cathedral ceiling so you got to know where to pick the battle mm. but it was because we sat down we talked about it but i had the emotion of like no do exactly what i want cuz i'm spending a ton of money with you which isn't the right response because they're just doing their job they're giving you the data like I'm yep. on the other side usually, but when I'm doing the renovation, I'm the bu- I'm the seller, buyer, whatever you want to say. So then I caught myself and I was like, "Oh, stop being an idiot! Let's talk it through, and we'll get the right t- decision."
0: So it was weird being on the other side. Yeah, but I think that's uh, that's super important, obviously, especially when your spouse or an investor, another investor is involved. Yeah, um, great lesson there too. Obviously, talking through things is probably the most important thing. Uh, when it comes but you to know to they got a reaction. Oh, of
1: course. What we can't do it. You're gonna do it because I'm paying you, <laughs> right. right? Like yeah. you get in this like beat. Absolutely. Why did Why did we do that? I it's hard know. not to do that.
0: Might be the the uh, Italian I paired mean, with you know wanting more. I think that because I
1: said so is dangerous because if you don't give people reason, <laughs> yeah. why they get really like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it with anything. Yes. If you give people a reason of why you're countering. If you give your wife a reason why you're going to be uh maybe not be able to make that or a reason why maybe we shouldn't do this, maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't go here, we should go here. It's a lot better versus just like no, that's stupid. Because that's just emotion. We should be robots. We should be robots. <laughs> go ahead, health. Um,
0: Let's hear about you you're dying. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, am I am I already a robot? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh so yeah, the the health piece, right? I I got a Come clean here. I was a little stupid, man. So I've been pretty open about my diagnosis with uh, Crohn's disease back in 2008, which I actually got confirmation because it was always, you know, I thought it was 2008, 2009, whatever. So, you know, long story short, I continue to get my Remicade every eight weeks since 2008 or 9 is when I started with Remicade. I've been on 500 milligrams. I go every eight weeks, sit down, infusion, hour and a half. It's a whole process, put a little extra stuff in there for you. Right. A little extra, extra sauce, you know, you just, 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 just <laughs> that's it's like it. an open vat. You're just, <laughs> <laughs> there's a little neat Neanderthal bottle, you know, <laughs> so, you know, I, I went through this process from basically 2008 to 2014 with this one doctor who I loved. We communicated all the time. He was like, you know, his, his communication was just what I was looking for. His name was Alan Jaffe. Great guy. Long story short, ends up retiring. Two thousand fourteen ish or fifteen ish. The internal organization that I belong to in terms of medical, they started shifting me around to doctors. Oh well, you know Jaffe's patients. You know they should go to Pirelli. Uh Jaffe's patients, they should go to Valenzuela. So they just kind of break you off, right? I get scheduled probably like two thousand sixteen or seventeen for a colonoscopy. Colonoscopies are pretty typical procedures, but are not typical in, you know, 16-year-old at the time, a 17-year-old at the time, an 18-year-old at the time. Um, So now you fast forward a couple years and I was scheduled for colonoscopy. Long story short, that one retires, right? So now they pass me off to Sanchez and I'm working with Dr. Sanchez and I don't really have any communication. All in all, I'm still focused on my health and wellness, doing what I know to be proper for my diet, limiting my carbohydrates, you know, cooking my vegetables because raw vegetables aren't, aren't the best in for me. me. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and then sticking to lean meats. So, you know, I'm thinking I'm doing my thing, blah, blah, blah. They pass me all around. Now COVID happens. I have a um, colonoscopy scheduled for March 20th of 2020 of that like week, somewhere in there. That was like the high the, so literally the shutdown five years later literally the shutdown so now I was supposed to get this colonoscopy back in like 2015 or 16 we're already in 2020 right and I've, I haven't got one in years now yeah. so now the COVID shutdown happens I'm like yo this is crazy like this is just wild but I'm not picking up the phone because when you pick up the phone and you call these guys they pass you all over the place oh you know, we can't, you know we'll get back to you we'll leave a message blah, blah blah it's a big organization it's a debacle and especially during COVID super debacle right so then they call me they cancel the the um, thing I'm like, all right, great. They reschedule me for April 2020. Then they end up canceling that one. Now this guy retires. I'm like, this is this has got to be crazy. Dude. Yes, like, it's like a, a it's long, a joke. Long joke. So I'm like, okay, I got to just keep doing my thing. You know, my insurance keeps approving it. But mind you, Remicade, that infusion is a six to seven thousand dollar process every eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So this is not this is no joke. Like this this medication, I had to almost be in my line of work to or get it. or have my wife because those benefits cover complete. Um in everything in full. Which which is incredible. So, yes, that's a benefit. So again, I'm doing my thing, blah, blah blah I go to my last Remicade treatment, which was, you know, probably six weeks ago now. And they're like, Listen, we have a note here and you have to see a G.I., you know, and I'm a gastroenterologist. Oh, yeah, I was like, What's that? That's a stomach doctor. I thought it was an army guy. Yeah, G.I. Joe. Yeah, I was like a GI. So you're going to you the war. I'm like, listen, no disrespect, but here's my story. So I tell them like the whole thing. They're like, yeah, I can see it on the file. Like everything is just canceled, canceled, retired, retired, retired. Like it's just kind of it's a nuts. weird thing. Yeah. I'm like, listen, you're not taking me off my medication because I need that medication. I already see every eight weeks. You know, I kind of, I'm on my back end of it, and yeah, I, I, I get flare it. ups. It's called, and I feel this pain in my lower right side. Blah blah blah. So now I make a real effort, and I call, and I go in person because now I'm calling, they're not picking up the phone, giving me the runaround. I go in person. Uh, Was a good move. Yeah, might have my name on the jacket, you know, like hey, Church in the, Assistant, <laughs> podcast, you know. <laughs> you have the hat. Uh, so I go in, you know, very polite. The the ladies were great, but I'm like, listen, this is my story. Pull up my file, please. But now this is three weeks away from my next Remicade infusion, and I have to see a GI because if I don't, I'm not going to get my medication. They're like, oh, okay, this what, is urgent.
1: So they're doing that just so they can check you out and say you're good to go.
0: Because essentially, from 2008 or you nine is my last up. is my last record of them getting data. Of where my Crohn's disease really stands. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I mean? In
1: a scenario where it's
0: good, they could just get you off of the... Is that the thought? Uh, They they presume that I'm going to be on this medication for the rest of my life. But through my changes in my lifestyle over the course of the past 15 years... You know, th- there could be some significant advancements yep. in, you know, my my internal organs. Or a less need of, of volume. Correct. Gotcha, and gotcha. instead of 500 milligrams, maybe it's 350. Got maybe it. it's 250. Because there are long-term side effects. Yep. Um, you know, there's... 400 bench press. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How but, do I get on Remicade? <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Um, You're going to have, like,
1: all these followers that are trying <laughs> to ask for Remicade thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: not, like...
1: a no, you can't get that. Performance enhancer. Uh,
0: <laughs> and it looks like it, too, because, it, you know, Yeah, yeah. bag. Oh, I've seen it. it, Yeah, it's a whole thing. I've tried it. Um, So long story short, I end up sitting down with this guy. Great doctor. His name is Dr. Macklin. I could tell he's in his 30s, maybe early 40s. He's like, this is ridiculous. He's like, this record here is just he's like, this is absurd. Um, He's like, so I need to schedule schedule you immediately for a colonoscopy. Like, we got to get this going. So I'm like, all right, great. He's like, no, but seriously, like, hear me out now. And he's like, you know, I see you're married. You got kids. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I have a daughter. And he's like, all right, so you're a dad now. Like, you can't F around with your health. And I hear what you're saying, that there was a whole bunch of retirements and this and that. But what you did was stupid because you allowed our organization to basically tell you and pass you along instead of you doing exactly what you did when you felt the urgency to come in. Wow. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, uh. damn. And he's a young dude. So we're chopping it up. Maybe a couple curse words get thrown in. And. Blah, blah. Um, and it's a great conversation. He's like, listen, I'm scheduling you for next Friday. you know. And this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to obviously move forward. But he's like, I need data. I feel stupid as a young doctor. you know. Of course, I'm going to keep you on this Remicade for this next infusion. But what if I go see something different? And he's like, you're forgetting what Crohn's disease is. You're 50% more likely to develop colon cancer. Yeah. You're 50% more likely to have all these infections in your small and large intestine. You have 28 feet in your intestine. He's like, I could go in there and the Remicade could just be hiding something. And you could be at a stage three cancer. Mm-hmm. He's like, every single year you need to come in and every two to three years we need to be doing a colonoscopy. So it was kind of like this mind blowing, you know, it, it was a moment for Especially me. Especially as a father. You yeah. And he that. he was talking to me straight up and I loved it. And I was like, listen, are you going to be here for a while?
1: Yeah. yeah. Do not effing <laughs> <and> retire. <laughs> I'm saying,
0: and he's like, well, we just sold, you know, the, this organization was just bought out by another one. So he's like, you know, Get unless there's retainer, some crazy shit. he's like, I do plan on being here. I'm like, all right, great. But, you know, I will do what I need to do. So we ended up then he even started talking about other things that I've never heard before. He's like, you know, you're also at an increase for skin cancer. I'm like, how? He's like, it's a side effect of Remicade. He's like, the fact that you haven't been seen by a doctor for your Crohn's disease. It's pretty crazy. And since 2008, he's like, it's just plain stupid. And he's like, yes, it's our fault. But as an individual that cares so much about themselves, that cares so much about their family you need to focus on and take control of your health. Yeah. So it was just a moment for me where instead of, you know, I thought I was being stubborn, but that was just plain stupid. So hopefully all goes well and they don't find anything. Uh, but, you know, and I'm a little nervous for the next, You'll you will be know, fine. Do you want to have, me to be there with you? Yeah. I can record it as they put me to I'll sleep. I'll do it. You want me to do it?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, bu- <laughs> Doc.
0: <we're- laughs> and he's very data driven. You know, he's like, look, I could see, you know, the, um, it's called polyps. Right? And then they take polyps out when yeah. they, if they go in and they see polyps. That's like a testing. Um, yeah. And then he's also like, you know, I'm going to do a lot of biopsies. You know, biopsy, he, he, He's like, they're... I have to. No, polyps are like- it, No, the biopsy is the one I'm thinking oh, of yeah. where they which, take the Which sample. suck. They take yeah. samples. Scrape. Inside. Yeah, yeah. Of inside. So it's going to be very uncomfortable. And he's like, you know, I have to take a lot of samples. And unfortunately, because you haven't been here in 2008, there's going to be a lot of you know, could be a Sounds lot of pain like involved. The dentist story, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like terrible. But here I am. You know, I'm telling. Chris, I'm having a and, and at first, when he was saying this, my initial reaction, I was pissed. I'm like, you know, like how are you? Like how are you blaming hey, me? Yeah, yeah. But again, I took control just recently. Why yep. couldn't I have taken control? You know, in the past. So hopefully, hopefully everything is under the uh, under under the big man upstairs, and he got me. Yeah, I think. But um. It was it was it was a moment, you know. So that's this Friday? No, uh, next Friday. Okay. Well, nice. yeah, this drops Monday. Um, so then that that Friday. I tried, but you yeah, know, yeah, you screwed me up. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, man, that's that's the health thing. I do have some things, and this might be from my wife or not. Uh, I'll leave that part out. But I said, um, you know, what are two signs that uh, you know, somebody's somebody's pretty stubborn, right? Just dealing with myself, and I know that I'm a stubborn person. And just kidding, by the way, she didn't tell me this because she was like, "I'm not giving you." Things She was like, just say that you're right if you're with a stubborn person because it's the only way. So she was she was being funny. Um, but two extremely obvious signs. And I see this at work. Um, unfortunately, you know, you deal with individuals that are stuck in their ways and they're just stubborn, but always on guard. Right. And looking to lash out in an angry manner versus sitting back and saying, wow, what is this person really trying to say to me? Um, that's one sign of an extremely stubborn individual. And again, I'm speaking from serious experience. With myself, because I, I identify as a stubborn person working on it, though. Right. Then, then the second thing is, instead of accepting new information or entertaining the possibility that somebody else could be right, we prefer to argue our point until we can hopefully break somebody down and prove them wrong. Does that make sense? Does that Good. resonate I think with you? you nailed it. Are you, are you stubborn? <laughs> well, the, data, the data would show. Sometimes <laughs> I am. Uh, no, that was good. Emotion. And then uh, what was the second one? Basically, I'm trying to break you down. Yeah, with you my want to point. be right. Yeah. yeah. That, and yeah. you look for that moment to where you're like, all right, now nah, I got you. you know? Yeah. Which
1: is like, that's the downfall for yes. a lot. And I know I link everything to like negotiations. Mm-hmm. The number one downfall in negotiations is emotion and wanting to be right versus getting something done.
0: Mm. 100%. Or wanting to win. Sorry. Um, I can speak to a little journey within myself that I wrote down, you know, a couple things on how to change, because especially in my relationship um, and even when I was, you know, when we lo- like to say young in the industry, you know, I felt like I had to prove myself, you know, and, and I was very stubborn in my ways. Um, so the first thing is you'll change only if you really want to change. That's always the the most important thing. Like some something has to happen within the individual to be like, yeah, you know what? I am stubborn. I don't want to be stubborn. Um, the second thing is discovering that their need for argument and conflict is abating. Say that. Do you what know what that, that means? Word?
1: Abating. A b a t i n g. Abatement is uh, Google. Let's go, yeah, just uh, w- talk to him. Abatement is uh, you got it. What's abatement? You got it. I don't know. Come on, brain's not it. firing yet. Come on, come on. I got no idea.
0: Come on, we got to teach Say it you the, again. What's a, we got to te- abating. 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 Use it in a sentence, please. Go ahead, just can you get him on the mic? We should have it on the bottom. Abating, <laughs> like spelled out <laughs> Come on, Juz. This is a new segment. Abating. There you go. This is this is where you're supposed to be on call, man. I thought oh, he would this know. Dude
1: named, this dude named Bateman. And I,
0: I want him to do it. <laughs>
1: like, My <laughs>
0: point is, I want him to do it because the last time CV read sentences, it was hilarious. I'm just curious. Uh, I want to hear what, what comes out. Did you, you all meant right.
1: Jason Bateman? Yeah, <laughs> I was typing it in. Some dude named Jason Bateman. Like, <laughs>
2: dude, I,
0: dude I I know Ozarks. Know
2: Good show. Good. Uh, I haven't watched that. All You're right. on it. <laughs> a bait or a baiting of something perceived as perceived as hostile, threatening, or oh. negative. Becomes less intense
0: or widespread. Right. So my the, my thought process in it was just threatening. Like yeah. I know for me personally, I was aggressive in a way that could be threatening to other individuals. Um, so that was one thing. And then, um, you know, you have to slowly unlearn the old defense mechanisms and become aware of like, okay, this is a moment that, yes, I'm upset. I want to be stubborn. But the ultimate goal is to change. Right, so I gotta release that, and I gotta understand that not everybody is out to attack me. For a while, I don't know why. When somebody would disagree with me, I would feel that I, I had to get defensive, right? And you almost get sensitive, and then the first thing you do is you you, you lash out and you get back. CV's about to explode on the mic. He right looks now. very happy. You know, I, I have I a question. Him. Yeah, from one up?
2: stubborn to another stubborn. What? Um, I like if you, said you feel stubborn to, one stubborn, stubborn to another stubborn. <laughs> stubborn. If you feel you are right. Mm -hmm. how do you then go through a process? Um, Because a lot of times people that are stubborn in their mind, they feel they're right. Some stupidly feel they're stubborn. Others, data-driven, feel that they're feel that they're right so that's why it yep. becomes stubborn
0: now uh i'm just gonna ask
2: for some context on it is it well, so, no context it's just very but
0: is it like a debate style thing like you know no, 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 i know uh, that no, michael no. jordan scored 50 points but you know that he scored 45 points No, because
2: that's data driven that's
0: that's that's fact so yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's, facts it's opinion, yeah. okay so it's more opinionated stuff well um, it doesn't have to be
2: opinionated but like my method is better than your method well why is your be- method better gotcha well my method is better because it's proven because i've done it for blah 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 you know yeah that but that might kinda,
0: work for you Right. Right. That might work for you. So this is something, this is a scenario that comes to me kind of all the time. I will disagree with somebody in the workspace and then you have to really work it out. One, I think if you're trying, wait, are you, are you the person that's trying to work on this? Not you personally, but I'm saying is, is the question that I'm going to answer, am I giving advice to the person that's trying to not be stubborn? I think we need an example i was trying to so lost you- right
1: now. <laughs> well, you guys are talking like in Italian movie terms. You- <laughs> you're like the first thing, like and the, the second process,
2: thing. The process, the process that you would think of. So you're, yes, right. I guess for yourself. Uh, okay, I know I'm stubborn. Okay, and something's coming at me, but I know that I'm right. Gotcha. Because in my mind, I've worked it out and it's calculated. So yep. In my mind, it's right, right, right. So now I'm gonna be stubborn with so gotcha. yeah. So, so yeah, okay. Personal.
0: So that, that happens to me all the time. And the first thing that I have to again be aware of is the respect factor. Right? Who am I dealing with? What is my intention with this interaction right now? Where am I going with this interaction? Is this just somebody that's coming to my office and we're just chopping it up and we can, you know, agree to disagree type thing? Or is this, you know, person extremely passionate about their opinion? Now, somebody is extremely passionate about their opinion. That kind of changes the game for me, because now I see that your passion is attached to it and your emotion. So I can give my opinion right i'll give you my opinion and my experience on why it worked for me but also i've become very understanding that without factual stuff my opinion is just as good as your opinion and you have to be completely honest with yourself and say yeah you know what it might work for me but that process for that person might and their opinion might work really well for them and that was one of the hardest things that i've had to deal with just on a day to day level because i disagree all the damn time but my way is not the best way all the time so i almost i almost well i almost like to say well you know what I don't agree with you but i want to try it now because i want to see for me does that work
2: what if your method mm-hmm. and i guess take this with a grain of salt yep. is proven and when i say proven, proven for yourself it proven for yourself obviously because the way you've worked the way you've done your Correct. things right and so in your mind you're very stuck on the way because it's proven right whereas a lot of times somebody that comes at you or says whatever my way or try a different way or whatever mm-hmm. How can you based on what yep. based on what should I change so, my stubbornness wanna, so that w- yeah. we so that, you know, we can entertain what you're talking about. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah. What yeah, I'm yeah. Saying? okay, yeah, Good.
1: So my um, I've kind of by the
2: way, can you tell it's coming from a stubborn <laughs> person? No, that was good.
1: <laughs> I have a d- kind of a different view on it where like my thought is. So, for example, when you list properties, everyone has different requirements on what they want you to do. Right. So like some people don't want open houses. Some people don't want broker open houses. Some people don't want you to show any photos, right? Some people don't want you to do video. So I've had to be in my head, be like, I don't care what they want. I will figure out a way to sell it. Mm. So when you don't aren't committed to like you have processes, but depending on what you pick, I can adjust whatever. So then when you're in that, it's less of a, a, um, I'm going to do it this way. I don't think you're right. Versus like, I understand why do you want me to do it that way? And then like oh blah, blah, blah. And then I explain, like, listen, if you don't do that, we're going to miss out on this segment of the market. That's fine. I still don't want it. All right, great. So if that's the case, I'm going to do this. All right. Then what don't what else don't you want? Oh, I don't want you, I want you to show the property every time. Oh, it's great. I actually prefer that. I don't I want you to put a key box on because I want as many people. All right, you lose the control of me seeing every buyer. So as long I think the more tools you develop, the easier it is to not be stubborn because I don't care what you say, I'm going to be able to sell it. No matter what you want me to do, mm-hmm. apart from me, like not being able to do like, I don't know, put my name on it, like something crazy that no one would ever say. So does that you, make sense? You know, That's the, like a very specific 100%. example. And
2: now you're, you're obviously the expert. So when... You're giving your recommendations, right because yep. that's what they are yeah it's up to the Them client, to decide, yeah right to decide yeah. now you say it doesn't affect me either way because the house sits for two years because of your poor choices or whether
1: it sells tomorrow' well, that's the, so it's know. different it's not that the house can sit for two years it's going to be a different type of buyer. I, do you know what I mean like yeah. no matter what you decide, my game plan still to sell it quickly right does that but, make sense?
2: Yes no absolutely but then so this is what I'm looking at, it, and I think this is why stubborn people get stubborn if the outcome is going to change if the outcome is going to be different or not successful or not positive or whatever then
1: does it but you but our job in being like the other side of this is to figure out how to make it successful with the new data mm-hmm. right so like he's trying to figure out like well we'll we'll try your scenario but i have to adjust these things so that I give it a shot, you but know what it, I
2: mean? Right, but it, it, let's say it does affect you, and I don't yeah, know yeah. if it does. So I mean, I'll I think give you it a does. specific example, Would right? you then get more stubborn and be like, all right, no problem, I'll do. we'll do however you want, even though it's going to affect you financially, time-wise. Like It's yeah, going to yeah. affect so, you. If so it here's, doesn't affect you,
1: it's whatever, I got you. So here's a perfect example. Like If someone wants a big number, right? And I'm like, all right, my recommendation was $100,000 less. But if you want a big number, all right, how do we get that number? You put it as like, it's us. We have to figure this out because... I think I could do it this way for this number. But if you want 100K more, like, would you be willing to invest in a little staging? Right? It's just when you hit me with something, then I have to hit you back with a question mm-hmm. and try to put the. What this, happens when that does not go So say no, right? So say yeah. I, they're like, no, I don't want to do it. All right, well, if I'm going to get this number, then maybe I need more time, right? They're going to bend on something. If you ask. Not to,
2: always, because here's the problem. Yeah. This is what I think is a problem. Yeah. Um, usually, stubborn people find stubborn people. That's how things happen. Yeah, yeah, but because at the end of the day, if there's two parties involved and one is stubborn and one isn't, yeah. usually there's not going to be much of a uh, of a of a of a battle. Yeah, yeah. But most often than not, um, stubbornness only happens when there are two parties that are stubborn and there's a, a disagreement on. So obviously, yeah. it wouldn't be as simple as oh well, I'm going to hit you with this. Can you Should, can we compromise? Because yeah. Some so people so, are not trying to compromise. So I'll
1: give you examples of so someone who doesn't compromise, right? You want to list a property for more. You don't want to stage it. You don't want, um, you want to still live in the property. It's like you make it the most difficult possible. So in my head, I have to change my narrative, what I can control to go market it. Right? So if it's going to be occupied, then all of a sudden the narrative turns into uh, limited showing slots. Uh, I'm going to put everyone back to back to back. So everything's super efficient, creates more urgency, You have people seeing other people come through. Uh, You're still going to live there. So I will be more organized in telling you which days I'm going to come show it. Um, So there is for every challenge you give me, there is now I have a technique to try to paint the narrative around it so that I can then go out and actually sell it, right? So like at the end of the day, yes, you can make my life way more difficult, but I'm confident in what I've done so far that I can at least paint a picture where I give us a shot. And if at the end of the day, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I told you all the details of why This way is going to be a little harder, but I will take a shot. And then the downside is I gave them... I was totally upfront with the challenges of it. I told them how I was going to spin it to a positive. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I let you run the show. And then if the results don't show, at least I know I did everything within my power to give you the opportunity to see the market. And then discussion becomes like, listen, we tried it your way, which is fine. I think these three changes would change everything in the future. If you don't want to do that, that's fine. You know, we'll part ways. I had a pleasure working with you because at the end of the day, they can't debate that I didn't work my ass off and market the hell out of it because we had people at the property. We had feedback. I gave you meetings. You know, I gave you all my marketing materials. Like, you can't debate that. Yes, you've been stubborn and say, I still want to get this number, but it's not going to be because of lack of effort on my end. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So no matter what you do, it's my job to do what I control and do my best because at the end of the day, it's either going to sell it or not, but I, I want to make sure that they know I did my job. Is that
2: one hundred percent? I think that's good stuff. Um, I do think though that is because it's uh, kind of on the sales kind of thing. I, mm-hmm. I understand the rationale, so it makes a lot yeah. of sense. What happens when it's like processes? So think about forget about the the selling portion of the thing. Yeah. So now think about your like, listing the, preparation. No, no, no. Think about your working with the business office. Let me your take business this office. Let me take that kind of helps with the process of 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 the when it's already. You get what I'm saying? No. It's, it's literally yeah. like, we we sold the house. We now need to contact this person, contact that person, get the lawyer, get the this. So there's now a process that has to happen for the wheels to now get from we accept it to yep. we're closing. When that process, in your mind, it's you've made it. And let's say your business assistant or whoever handles that for you is now, oh, well, I, yeah, I think we could do it this way. And you know it's not a proven fact because what you've been well, doing.
1: Well, I do the same thing. I give them the data. I say, listen, I wouldn't recommend that. If that's what you want to do, we'll go with it. But this is the risk you run. And if they're like, all right, we'll take that risk, then they take it. Let me take it away from you real know estate know what I'm saying? for a second. No, but it, did, did, do you get that though? Because like, for example, attorneys, right? No,
2: I do. But but then, I, and th- the what I'm trying to get to is. Is the 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 just part just where it affects stubborn you. people going no no no, no it, is, it is it is, it is, I, it is. I, no I'm just but because for I, the way so I see it stubborn. Stubborn. honestly the way I see it is sometimes when um uh, if it if it doesn't affect you whatever if we can if I mean there, if there's you, a cushion if there's a no and I don't mean like personally I mean like yeah uh, what if I lose a sale because of your of your of this yeah, stuff happens thing. it happens, right. it, happens. Yeah, it happens so that's okay. you know that's
1: yeah but my point being is that it's the same thing as the the selling process I can tell them all the data. If they want to do that's it, fine. I can't control it, so I can't stress about it. I can do my best to make sure it goes through with what you give me, but at the end of the day, you can't control that. There's so many things out of my control in the selling, like a builder, right? Builders delayed by six months could screw up everything. I can't control that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I could try to help, but at the end of the day, the builders are going to do whatever the hell they want.
2: On something that you technically could control? I can't you, you, hold oh, on. Oh, yeah. like, so your business off. So somebody you pay, somebody you make sure that they're doing work for you. You would be okay losing a deal because of their stubbornness?
1: Of who the people that I can control, yes, but I can't control people. That's my point.
2: If they work for you, you, you can't give control them. I don't you, care. Not, if, not control, not yeah, control. Yeah. You tell them this is what I need from you. I need you to do it this way. This is the process so, for me to be able to be successful at completing a sale. Yeah, this
1: is what I need. But what if my attorneys get COVID? Right? No, no,
2: I'm not talking about the attorney. I'm talking about the one person.
1: Who's Are you, the person? Do you so want to hear example. it in real
0: estate or you want to hear it in a different
1: aspect? No, no, the, no But 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 in like a different I'm, aspect. This sorry. is a good way to put it because we're like on that vein. But like I don't know who. Give me an example of someone, and I'll explain. I just who, who, but what person? I, uh, you bi- said a person, I don't know. but give me I don't a person. Know.
2: Your business assistant, if you have one. I don't know if business you have one. Right? So you, you are So do- you're out there selling, doing all yeah. that stuff. Then when something is completed, paperwork has to get done. Right? Yeah, In order for yeah. for the for the deal to go through, for the deal to get fine. I'm not talking about attorneys, I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. builders. Yeah. You can't control that Somebody stuff. Within the team. But you pay your team yeah, member yeah. to do, to do the the contract. You yeah, may, yeah. you pay them to do x, no, y, gonna, whatever, yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. That's what I'm talking about. So, so that's the example. That's if they a person. Screw it up, you're we, can we can call her Sally, we can call it Justin, yeah, whatever so you want. So if they
1: screw up the deal, you're saying? So if they screw up the deal,
2: they're stubborn. They yeah. don't want to follow yours for whatever reason. They think their 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 process may be better. Yeah. Your business. Either yeah they responsibility would be fall falls be, with you.
1: they'd be fired so like you know if if they joined me knowing that this is the process yes i'm open to hearing what they want to do to change it but it depends on the role right like if they blatantly don't listen to me and we lose deals because of then the guy get fired i mean it's
0: black and white um so can I jump in? Are, are we cool? absolutely not? Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to take it away from real estate and yeah, just yeah. take it to day to day, you know, operating. Because I, I kind of understand a scenario, I guess that that you're talking about. I see how you're putting it into your I mean, life, you, which is the good.
1: More you realize you can't control everything. I hear you, brother. I, I got you. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I hear you. I was, but let me speak. I was just punctuating. I hear you. I said the more you get able you know you know you know
0: control. I, I, like, I, I, I hear, hear you. This is good. It's good. But no, no. It's this is good. Good conversation. It's good. You just know mentioned. You mentioned know one thing. You said black and white. And I think this is this is what it comes down to for me and my, my what I look at, right? Stubborn people, myself included, see things in black and white. right? there's There's a fine line where there's this big gray area that in what you're talking about, you are relying on somebody else to get something done that you don't agree with. right? So the first thing is being able to understand that person's perspective. And see how you can come to a gray area. Because, like, you two are just talking right now, and you're black and you're white, and you're trying to get something out of him. I didn't perceive that at all. That's uh, how I got it. Oh, I didn't feel uh like. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely.
1: Answering his questions. Yeah. No,
0: no, not in a bad way. I'm just saying you're you're trying to answer the question, and then he's trying to find a loophole into well, what about this? What about this? What about this? So you guys are just being stubborn right there, mm-hmm. right? So for me, on because it happens on a day to day with with a team, <laughs> <laughs> but but think about it with a team of thirty or a team of three hundred in the summertime. If my vision and my understanding of what needs to be done isn't the same as everybody else, which it's not, I have to now find a way as the stubborn individual to adapt to everybody else. If you can't do that, you will remain in a hole. You will remain that stubborn human being. And if you don't have any compromise in life, one of the most beautiful things in life is compromise. My wife has taught me a ton about compromise because I was the one that would always go in, no, it's going to be this way. No, it's going to be that way. This is what it is. And she would very respectfully, respectfully give her side of things until, you know, Some stuff went down. And back in our, you know, in our day, there was a time that we were going to split. And unless you really want to see somebody else's perspective, you'll never change. So you can keep asking questions as to why, why, why? What about this? What about that? The answer is you have to begin to understand other people's perspective. And also for me, understand that my way is not the best way. And that's really all I got for that. But if you're hired to do it a certain way and you don't do it the way, that's black. Well, of light. course. but again, yeah. there's there's also consequences, right? Because the first conversation and supervision that I have is why did you do it that way? Were you clear on my vision? Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, they'd be like, I didn't really know. Yeah. I got to own that. Yeah. You did it wrong because maybe I didn't explain it right. But at, right, wait, so wait, I got one for that one. But then, what, what if? The, what if? What if? This yeah. is what if. Okay, what if the vision was proper?
2: What if the vision was explained properly? Uh-huh. What if it was communi- communicated yep. accurately? And and that person tells me that? No, they're not because nine out of ten times. People are not going to own up CV, to- Stevie, you're,
0: you're doing a lot, man. Uh, but I, it's know. the
2: truth, though. I mean, it's life experience. I'm not telling okay. you something I'm just making up. It you all Okay, the time. so I got
0: you. you know? So they're not admitting There's to, a few
2: people that'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. It was me. I got that, you. That, so, that would take a But now control. that
0: I'm in a supervisory capacity, right? Now I have to do business. And the proper way to do business after a conversation, right? The first time it's a verbal. You have a verbal conversation. Well, this was my vision. You did XYZ and we were supposed to do ABC. But I'm going to let you rock, though. The next time you come into my office and intentionally do that, or, or even if you, do, if you say that you didn't do it intentionally, the next time you make the exact same mistake, now I put pen to paper because there's consequences involved. And if there's not consequences involved, now you're a joke as a supervisor. That's something that I've seen. If I'm not willing to take consequences, now it's on me. Because if my employees and my staff and my team is not inspired by my uplifting approach, one, I need to change my approach, or two, you're just not the employee for me.
2: Brought to you by Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes. Dime
0: Does I, you know, no, that was good. I don't think there's any right answer, but you know, I, I think there's a, a the answer's compromise and you gotta figure it out. And then if it's a, a blatant like, no, I'm not doing that, okay. Well now we have to see where the consequences lie. There's always
1: so many scenarios too. Like Correct. there's unlimited yeah. amount of scenarios. But I am very uh linear when it comes to like business stuff for of real course. estate because it's like you can't waste time fluttering back and forth. Right. It's like it's working, or it's not, and then you move. Yep, on. Yeah,
0: I agree, but yeah. also my, like my but industry, the, right? But
1: in marriage, yep, correct. Very different. It's not like I, hey, it's exactly. not working. I'm out.
0: Like my, you know, my specific you know, industry. You can't
2: write up your wife. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's the truth. It's very different. But you know, you know, at the end of the day, if you're happy in your marriage or not, and that person is happy as well, you know. So if oh, you're yeah, not yeah. C- communicating, is is everything? Even in my industry, yeah, I, I control a, a budget of over five million. The money is great, but it's nothing without my communication with individuals. Yeah. So if I can't inspire people to do their job, now that's that's a lack on my part. So I need to change. And then if they suck, then there's consequences attached to it. And then maybe they're not part of the team anymore, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we, uh, we chopped it up a lot here. I'll bring us to... Uh, my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes.
1: <laughs> and I think we stay with the finale with Dave's Dimes. Like why? It. What? Because it's repetitive to have me do a, a mediocre quote after a tremendous <laughs> one. I'm just doing it for the podcast. Uh, so why don't we
2: change the order?
1: Okay. No, <laughs> so that way we build up. <laughs> because you, you, when you
0: punctuate something, yep. you want one. Okay. You don't want two. All right. Um, I will say this, though. Pressure's on. I'm working on something in 22 to never leave things unsaid. I don't want to look back. No, no, no. And in a good way, I'm talking about. Okay. (laughs) There's too many times that I'm very stubborn in my relationships where I want to tell whether it's a team member, really good job today, or I want to tell my wife, you know what, I love you, but I'm too stuck in my feelings at the time that I don't end up saying something. The conversation earlier about the police dying young, watching that uh, 22 year old wife speak on her husband, it really, really hit home for me. So something that I'm focused on is, you know, when I when I want when I'm feeling something. I want to say it if it's going to be in an uplifting way. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, not the dime of the week. That's just something that you know. I, I believe I don't want to look back. God forbid something happens to somebody that you love and you could have. We always wish. Oh, I had more. I wish I had more time with this person. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Start thinking about it in the current moment, and I think you know you can really change if you want to. Um, something I've I've started to apply even at work right away. Um, but the dime of the week. This one's going to hit home for for CV, I think. (laughs) Wow. Just off of the conversation that he was kind of asking. One pathway to self-greatness is the ability to change your mind when you're proven wrong. For me, I didn't do that for a very long time. Very long time. Now, even if I'm... The word proven is tough because now there's facts and data driven, but... If somebody is so passionate on what they want to do, you got to find some way to compromise, because if not, you will remain a selfish and stubborn individual. And quite frankly, if you're selfish and stubborn, that equates to stupidity. Math. Basic math. The right. big science hits again. The big science. The big mathematician. Uh, so that's yeah, that that's what the big I got algebra. For you. The big algebra. That's what I got for you this week. I like this this uh back and forth. I like this. I think this uh this was good. And I think a lot of people will relate to a stubborn conversation. Yeah, you know? I would imagine. And, and it could be more men than women, I don't know. But women no. are stubborn too. Women, when, are, women, when, are, women are how many are, yelled <laughs> about this? No way. <laughs> no way. No way. Um, anything else before we sign off? No, it was good. I liked it. Listen. I thought we
1: were going to end after a beautiful story you told about uh, the health thing. Oh. And you wrapped it up. I'm like, wow, what an episode. And then we just and went like, for more. Right. So can... like, subscribe if you made it to the end. Uh, drop a pin, whatever. Buy some merch. Do it all. Did anyone uh, ask about the merch?
0: Yes. Did anyone jump in? Yes. Three. I told you all right, three. cool. We'll do a, um, a dating show for who we're going to pick. Yeah, for, for who we're going to rock with. You know what with? I mean? Uh, yeah, man. There's, 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 a, there's a lot going on in life right now. Just Listen, we're making progress daily, though. Um, so on our journey to 100 episodes, we're climbing every week. All right? So until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. And pray for my colonoscopy. Yeah, seriously. That's big.
1: That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at... No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship andor collaboration, reach out to us at NoSnoozePodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at NoSnoozePodcast.